Here's what's up. Do not concede your vote in November. If you were a diehard Bernie supporter or any other candidate in the Democratic primary and feel upset or betrayed or that the Democratic Party neglected you, that's understandable. It is reasonable to feel that way considering the sudden major dropouts of Buttigieg and Klobuchar and their endorsements of Biden right before Super Tuesday. It is reasonable to feel that way given Bernie's stint as the frontrunner in the race and all of the momentum he built prior to those dropouts. It may feel like there was a united front to stop Bernie from getting a nomination that should have been his, like there was some kind of weird repeat of 2016. That there's something unfair happening. These are all okay things to feel. But they should not be a reason to give up your vote in November. You may have had or are going through a grieving process when the personal investment that was embedded emotionally into a candidate who stood for what you believed in is stripped away from you suddenly, seemingly out of nowhere. But it would still be categorically wrong to concede your vote. Here's why. Voting is one of the three most important currencies we have politically, the other two being money and political will. To concede your vote is to relinquish any progress towards the change your embedded emotions were tied to in the first place with the candidate that you believed in. Let me break down in a simple way why not voting isn't taking a stand for what you believe in or protesting against what you believe is wrong, nor will it be emotionally validating. Because not voting for Biden in the 2020 election will functionally be the same as casting your vote for Trump. For the sake of simplicity, let's say there are five votes, just five, that are going to determine the next president. Three of those votes are Democrats, and two of those votes are Republican. This is a pretty good scenario for the Democrats. They have an easy majority and they're going to win this election three to two. But let's say that one of those Democrats is choosing not to vote because they feel like the Democratic Party isn't listening to them or doesn't support their views or doesn't push hard enough on an issue that is important to them. Well, without that vote, now a vote that would have easily been one three to two is now a two two split. And the electoral college that exists in this country always gives the ties to the Republicans. So we had a majority to win the election, but instead of exercising that majority, we conceded it to the Republicans for another four years of Trump, even though you wanted a candidate to get Trump out of office in the first place. You have to realize that voting for Biden now gets us closer to the world you aspired to have under a Bernie or Warren or Harris or any other Democratic candidate that you believed in. We move exponentially further away from the world that any of us want to live in with four more years of Trump. For context on how important voting is, how important your vote is, Trump won because he had 70,000 more votes in specific states that mattered for the Electoral College count in 2016. That is a very, very small number compared to the 330 million people that currently populate the United States. Think about it like this. Of the five elections that have taken place since 2000, the popular vote was won by the Democratic candidate four times. Four times! Four out of five elections, the popular vote has been won by the Democrat. In 2000, 2008, 2012, and 2016, the popular vote was won by the Democrat. Yet, there have been Republican presidents for 12 of the last 20 years. Democrats have won 80% of elections, presidential elections via popular vote, but have only been in the White House 40% of the time. Republicans actively try to suppress voter turnout in order to maintain their power. 
Whether it's Brian Kemp stealing a gubernatorial election in Georgia by overseeing the election as the state's AG despite that obvious conflict of interest, or in Wisconsin where the Supreme Court of the United States has a conservative majority because there have been more Republican presidents despite that popular vote discrepancy, said it was okay for an election to take place before absentee ballots had even arrived in voters' homes. Or Trump himself saying that he doesn't want absentee ballots to be used at all in the presidential election, despite it being dangerous for people to gather in large crowds during the coronavirus pandemic, even though Trump himself voted absentee as a resident of Florida. If you make the choice not to vote for Joe Biden in November, you aren't taking a stand, you're not making a point, or effectively protesting. What you're doing is voting Republican. Republicans are already doing whatever they can to keep your vote from counting. Don't help them by willingly sitting on the sidelines. We can't afford another term with Trump in the White House. So don't concede your vote to help him potentially have one. 